This, 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 this is the epicenter of audio frequency entertainment. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> Can't get enough of it. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best. Heffron and Reed. I love you, love you, love you. The Heffron and Reap Show. Hey everybody, it's John Heffron and John Reap. Yeah. Yeah, uh, dual. 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 Mm-hmm. Dual. Dual. How are you saying? Part of the two guys. Duo. Duo. Why can't I say that? We're a duo, but we are not in a duel because we're not fighting we're not each other. We're not fighting. So we're dual. Uh, yeah. Of Heaven and Reap, thank you for listening uh, and subscribing and, and doing all the things that you do. Hope your day, week, life, this moment. Hope it's going well. Uh, um, um, I got distracted right before the show started. Said hello yeah. to John Reap. Have not talked to him. Told him about this texting service that I I signed up for, which I don't know if I'm going to use because it kind of seems like every new technology I sign up for and don't use. Um, basically, it, it lets you text just like old school email because Facebook, Instagram, and all that is getting horrible as far as algorithms and views. Mm. Like you post if, if you're performing in a city and you post the thing saying, I'm coming to your city. It shows you on Facebook how many people saw that. And mm-hmm. it's like zero people. It's even though you have tens of twenties of thousands of you're like, how, how is nobody seeing this? So I use this text service where I can go right to your phone and just go, yo, coming to town. If you tell people about it, I'll give you free tickets. So John just did it uh, to sign up so I could show him because I like the service. It lets me know when people's birthdays are going yeah, on. Yeah, you're bragging about it. I'm like, oh, let me, let me play with this. He leads my welcome message, and you just see this look on his face. And, I, and I'm like, what? He goes, well, they, they know it's not a, a bot because it's written as if you would text somebody. And that, to me, <laughs> meant it's littered with spelling mistakes, yeah. uh, grammatically. Punctuations. So I was trying to fix it before we came on. So that's why. Uh, yeah, no, but I think maybe you keep it as is. If people I, I actually know you, would know that it's though it's you. Okay. So, right. Um, um, no, look, I will, you're right about the. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. What? No, it still seems, but going right to people's phones to me seems a little personal. Um, but then it's not, I, I have, I sign up for a lot of text email lists for some reason. There's some like, yeah. like, uh, stoic phrases of the day or just random, like randomness. Yeah. You know, so it used I, to be a lot more, um, yeah, more personal to people sign up for it. They're but now I get random stuff all the time too. You know, like we get, have you ever got the, uh, uh it's time to renew your car warranty spam fakey thing. That's the thing that's going around. Oh, I get the most of there's an Amazon uh, FedEx uh, yes. you have not picked up yet or something. That's one I, I see the most. I get that one a lot. Actually. Okay. I do too. And I have another one for you. I hope, I hope that you've got the same text because if not, then I've got to worry about if someone has my credit card number. They probably but, uh, I think it's a clever thing. If it's a fake texty thing, uh, but what I've been getting is one from um, 
it's it says something like, oh, uh, thank you for oh yeah. It says thank you for your order at Earth Cafe Santa Monica. Oh, and it's got the amount at 9 p.m. that it happened with a person's name. So this actually somebody probably has my credit card number, huh? I had that happen once with Domino's. It kept just saying, thank you for your Domino's order for 30 it, for a lot. Um, so wait, and and did, did you look at your bill and was it on there? Or was it like a fake text thing that's going on? I don't know. I think they get you to log in and then somehow that's. Yeah. I, I just. I never know what to do. I just close my eyes <laughs> and hope that it goes away. Wow. Leave it in the comment section, folks. Tell us what do we do in this uh, situation because me and John, we don't look at our credit card bills. All right. Uh, so we just pay them. But also, we're going live on Facebook. We're going live on uh, YouTube and Twitter. It's John Heffern and John Reap at the yeah. Heffern and Reap Show. We like it if you would tell people about it. Hit that share button. As you can see, I'm wearing a new hat, John Heffern. What do you think about my new hat? I like that. I've seen it on your social. That just simply says share. Just yeah. That share. way I, I don't have to keep saying it over and over again. Maybe you like just it. look up at my hat. Yeah, and I don't know if you know what I'm wearing. Those of you listening to the podcast, you're missing this. I'm wearing official Heffern and Reap merch, as you can see. Look how good that sweatshirt looks. Oh, yeah, the 5K. 5K, two people running to a Adroninus. Androgynous, androgynous. So they can identify the the red person or blue person. They identify, however, yeah. however they look. identify. So it's not a guy and a girl running. It's 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 whatever pronouns you use. Um. So the texting, right? So I was thinking, well, I'll, I'll text people into this when I'm performing in your city mm-hmm. and just give them free tickets. Or I mean, not everybody, but you find one or two people, and maybe they can tell their friends, and they'll get a group to come. Um, so I am buying their love, uh, right. or, but then I'm like, but how do you keep in touch? Cause if you don't randomly text somebody and a year later, they get a text from you, they're gonna be like, who's this guy, even though they signed up for it. Yeah. Mad. So then I thought, but then I got to make sure I only text at biz- during business hours. Like I thought of something funny, but I'm not doing it at 11 o'clock at night. Cause I don't know people looking at their phones and people's husbands going, well, why is John Heffern texting you? at midnight or or having some guy get his phone beep and then his wife or girlfriend says who's text it, it's a thing all yeah. of this is in mind enough where because i'm part of this uh i don't i don't know her i just signed up on uh maybe instagram uh she's like a a, a psychologist she just put out a book like so she'll she she texts through the same program i have yeah uh, and all her text says she gets random stuff uh, harsh truth. Not all friends want you to grow. Releasing friendship is a natural, normal part of evolution. Mm-hmm. Heart Nicole. And then it says the next one just today's was how many relationship problems are just control problems. One partner trying to change or mold into a person they are not Nicole. But if you can see the texts, mm-hmm. see what she does at the bottom of everyone. Yeah. She heart calls it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know her, but I would like to reach out and go, can you like do the squiggly line, Nicole? doesn't have to be heart, Nicole. Because if, because here's what I saw this weekend and I'm using it as a joke, but it's, so I'm, I'm not trying jokes on you, but this happened. And I had to, it was one of those heck, like audience members. 
So you know how most com- comedy clubs now or most clubs have those QR codes? Mm-hmm. You want the menu, you have to scan it. Mm-hmm. So the people front row, guy, this guy's scanning and he's enlarging it. And you can tell he's trying to just look at the menu. He kind of orders, he looks at his girl and go, and this is during my show. Ugh. But it's the restaurants have the QR codes. Yeah, it's a now. new thing I just now thought of that I'm going to hate. I forgot about that. That's yeah, gonna happen. So, gonna, we're gonna have to get used to that now. Go ahead. So, so this, they're kind of going, but they're being quiet. They're legit just ordering. So I'm yeah. not, you know, how else are you gonna order food? They were gonna. No, I'm not, I'm not mad. So I'm just looks, like, Ugh. and she goes, you know, what are you getting? And those conversations have all the time. And then she goes, she goes like that. Oh, you can't see it. She goes, let me see your phone. And she gets his phone. And she's like this. And then I see her go. And throws the phone back. And then he looks at it. Oh, no. And he was like that. And I asked them. It was so blatant. And you know how my my brain, I don't have ADD. But you know how I have seen something like that happen. I immediately lose track of what I'm talking about. And I'm like, what just happened? And then she goes, ask him. He just got a text. And the whole crowd immediately just in her tone knew that something was up. Ugh. And he goes, it's a text from uh, the dentist or or like it, it, he le- legit. Now he's pissed at her and yeah. read the text that, that he just got. <laughs> and it was like, Ashley at so-and-so dentistry is confirming your appointment. Oh, you call it COVID test, whatever it said. Make sure you have not been around people, da 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 da, Ashley, or whatever it said, right? So now that on stage, I said, Can you believe it? We're at a fellas that if, if you're like kind of you know cheating on your girl or or if there's cheating going on, that's fellas, you need to get a menu burner phone. You got to have a burner phone just for menus now. If just somebody, when you go out, yeah. Yeah, before you go, and then you can scan it. Then as you're walking, you can bust it and throw it away. But it's <laughs> like, wow, like all these new cra- – and that same guy, by the way. So, And then I want to ask you about your week. But I asked him, I go, well, how long have you guys been married or something, right? Because nobody pops off or gets that mad quick. There's something. He's, and he goes, well, we've been married for a year. Um, I'm like, oh, well, that's cool. You're just having new marriage. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. And I literally go into old marriage material that I don't even do anymore because yeah. I'm married and it just feels weird, you know, like talking. I don't, I don't know. I just, but uh, it, it made, it made sense to go into it at that moment. And plus I haven't remembered, I haven't done the bits in five years. So I was just curious to see if I remember the old, <laughs> old from the staircase. Oh, I see. You're just you know testing I mean? yourself. Yeah. It's, uh, and the guy's like, yeah, I know. I know. And he kept saying that to me and he was younger than us. He's 40. He was 45. Super friendly though. I'm going to keep in mind this whole conversation with both of them were yeah. really fun, but it was just odd. He goes, uh, I've been married before. And I go, oh, well, you know, h- how many times or something? just stalling to take a drink of water. And he said four, this was his fourth marriage. Oh, no. So again, I don't want to, I would never judge anybody else's life, but I, the whole rest of my show, even though I was talking about everything else, I just kept doing math in my head going, he's 45. This is fourth. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to figure out like that's one every decade. 
but I didn't, I didn't go in deeper unless he was on Dateline and one disappeared or you know, I know, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So my whole show was like four times. Like, is there a number or that you just go, eh, maybe, I mean, you were married once before you maybe do it again, but right. Like three or four. Yeah. Or at what point do you just act like you're married? I have theories and thoughts about that. that you want to, yeah. But, yeah. But I have questions about what happened at your event though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so she's trying to read the menu on yeah. his phone. Yeah. She goes, let me just see your phone. And then he gets a text. He hands her the phone. And, gets and she goes, ugh, and throws the phone back at him. Now him. I think that doesn't necessarily mean She's jealous or upset that it's a female named Ashley texting from generic dentist appointment reminder. I think it's maybe she could have been frustrated that that crap happened. Like, oh, I'm having, I'm trying to read a menu and then this happened. Cause I may have done the same thing, annoyed at the fact that the text happened, not the fact that it, I think it's like a, you know, a cheating thing going on. If the guy, if, listen, um, if he was telling the truth, that dude could have made crap up and read the second to last. I mean, yeah, it was a dentist appointment getting texted at nine forty five at night. I don't, I don't know how good your dentist is. Uh, I, hey, I've gotten okay. So I have a dude. I have a doctor's appointment. Yeah, tomorrow. Okay, right. And the doctor's appointment, they text me and they call me from yeah. some automated thing. Yeah. Um. And it happens in weird times. I mean, I don't, I don't want to pull it up, but, but yeah. I, be, I, I believe that that could, I, I believe that that it's could a program. Happen. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think it's like the one that I was telling you about. I could type stuff and yeah. schedule it and just go right. schedule the I'll go out or yeah, you know, stuff like that. But uh, where were you uh, this week? Oh, well, hang on. I wanted to also do the marriage thing. You said, oh, like, yeah, yeah, what's yeah. a number, right? Yeah, yeah. So I've been married once. And that's it. You've been married once. And that's it. As far as I know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. And I, when I got divorced the first time I said, I would never do that again. Right. And when I said it, I meant it. Right. But I'm also a romantic at the end of the day. That's what I said that this guy was. People were like, well, I'm like, maybe he just believes in love. Right. And Bunch there's nothing love. wrong with that. So I feel like these days, Back, back when our parents were alive, you know, you you were one shot done and, and it was taboo to get divorced and it was, um, you know, weird and, you know, not a not a socially acceptable thing. I think these day these days it's OK to have a burner marriage. You know, that first one, a starter marriage, you know, you yes. got to start a home. It's almost like then if you know you're going to have a burner marriage. Right. If you statistically know, right, right. That just everyone does. I also talked to a couple. So I was trying to, I was, you know, I like to find an older couple or a younger couple and just do compare. I totally misread this one couple. Uh, and then I want to get back to what you're saying. I bet you these people were late seventies mm-hmm. and I looked at them and I, just, and I go, are you guys married? And the guy goes, yeah. And I was trying to do a comparison that, this guy's life versus the new married life and stuff. And I asked them how long were they married? And the guy said 20, 22 years, 
But that mm. threw me because the math wasn't I, – I was assuming they were going to go, we've been married 40, 50. Right, right. So that meant they met in their probably late 50s, if not 60s, mm-hmm. and, are, and have had a 25-year marriage. So that was kind of like weird. That was encouraging in the sense of yeah, you can still have long – so if you have your burner marriage – Having kids during that burner marriage, that's the I think that's the the real questionable thing you have to put a lot really thought into. Really right. kind of hone that down. But you have that burner and that could change everything, by the way. Yeah, and you have that marriage. That could turn your burner marriage into the whole that's uh um, lifetime. Yeah. yeah. So you have yeah. that burner marriage at like 1920 and be done by like by before you can drink. And then you probably got one marriage out of the way. Yeah, and then you can kind of make it through. You can kind of make it through your twenties and thirties. And if yeah. you're dude, that's a good excuse. You can say, "Well, I was married once already. I really want to make sure that this is right." And you kind of get off the hook until you're thirty. And, and by the way, if let's just say it. let's let's just say that me and you, at our age, or, or let's just say for the sake of argument that we're single, and we're out there in the dating world, and we meet a girl. And she asks us if you've ever been married, and we say no at this age, that might be weird. So it's a good thing to have one out of the way. I think some girls would look at a guy our age and think, and had asked, you know, ask you, so have you been married? And you say no. That might be a little red flag on their part. I, right when I got divorced and went out with this girl, just a couple dates and she was our age and never been married. Right. So I, I was going to, you know, that trying to figure out, okay, am I going to date? Who am I going to date? What are one day? If, if I date somebody who's got like a little kid, do I feel like dating anybody who's got an eight year old? Right. You know, like I, you kind of have some of those that, that like, especially when you're brand new out in the world again. Yeah. Um, After not being, and she hadn't been married. And I was like, Boy, this is great. I don't have to deal with an ex-husband. I don't have to deal with all, you know, all this stuff. It's kind of, and then you, you went out like the third time and went, oh, that's probably why. You know what I mean? You can just, <laughs> just kind of tell. And yeah. Then, so, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it is weird if you've not been. People do. So, yeah, I might I might tell young people, just, just bang one out when like 18, 19. Don't spend a lot of money on a wedding. Don't like, don't do that. Maybe get some cash, yeah. buy a house. So you have some equity to split when you get divorced. Yeah. So don't go to the fanfare and just cause that that's the age. Everybody got married. You know, Back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. 1920 was kind of average. I mean, I waited yeah. 30 something. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Me, me too. I kind of waited. God, I got married in 2005 uh, season. Uh, this, this is how I remember. You'll love this. This is how I remember my um, when I got married. It's the same year I won last comic standing, dude. And I go season five, two thousand seven. So it's two thousand seven, and uh, I'm forty nine now. Whatever that math is, but yeah, it wasn't like I was nineteen or twenty. Dude, you know what? What parallel lives? <laughs> so I was trying to uh, do ads for us this weekend, um, and then I'll get to where you were. But I did. I was performing in Tempe. And mm-hmm. I've been in Michigan now for a year. So I literally, this is the first time in my life I've been on a sleep schedule or at least in a time zone. Yeah. 
right? So doing second shows in Arizona, I'm literally going, this is like two o'clock in the morning from like, I don't have that road yeah. energy yet. Right. Well, so I get back to the room one of the days and you sent me a bio of stuff you've done with a picture and I'm trying to make a poster of it because we're doing this town swap. But I also want to tell you how I got a, a comedian town swap. Anyway. Okay, good. And I'm trying to write a funny ad or like what's the least amount of words I can put on a page because Facebook gets weird. If, you're, if your pictures have more than 20% writing, you can't do an ad for that picture. Right? Yeah. So it's weird. So I'm writing all this stuff. And I think one of the ideas was I was going to hire somebody in a medical coat to almost do like a, a like a pill commercial, basically yeah. asking people, you know, what if we have the ability to clone? What if we could find a comedian who won last comic standing, a comedian whose name is John, a comedian who grew up in a and then obviously the thing is we have the literally like if we were to swap out. You yeah. Know, but if you sw- if we were to swap out one or two credits, you wouldn't know. So we're right. trying to find a way just to go, we've doubled the night. You got two, <laughs> yeah. two winners, two, yeah. three, two da, da. But I did not know that about you. Um, I also got married the same year of Last Comic Standing. <laughs> three days after I won Last Comic Standing. How many? Three days. The same week. Everything happened to me the same week. And they weren't going to – NBC wasn't going to let me – leave the show because we were still taping it to mm-hmm. go get married they're like we can't and i was like but we paid for everything this was on the books way before i did the show and it was it was a big deal them letting me out of sequester or whatever it's called to go to go get married um wow it yeah, is so it's so close john so close so, yeah so we had obviously and, and when you when you don't know if you're just watching the show it mm-hmm. looks like, wow, he won and he got a wife. It looks like you won the girl. But um, that's not how it works. But same thing happened to me. Our marriage was planned a, a year in advance of me even being on the show. Yeah. You know, we've been scheduling this for a long time. And it happened to be a week after the finale was to air, which is the same week where the tour started. So I had to beg them to let me out of the tour for that first week. Um, not the TV show, but the tour part. So it's so close. I mean, it's the yeah. yours was three days. Mine was a week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could be, I could, it was the same week, like the weekend. I don't know if we taped it on a Tuesday and the wedding was on that Saturday or it was a Saturday before. Yeah. Maybe I have I have it swapped, but it was all the same week. And there is a problem either leaving before that the last episode aired or the mm-hmm. finale. That's what I think it was. Yeah. Um. And crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have parallel. I won't put that in our ads, though. No, <laughs> that's unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll leave that. But Man, uh, I wish you could see. Are you looking at the comment section at all, John? Do you no, have access you to any of this stuff? I I can. But you know, I'll get because there's a lot. There's a lot of, I mean, I, I got to go way back and look at some of these, but some of them are really good. Um, you know, s- someone saying it. All this marriage talk reminds me of Paul Farvar's seven-year contract idea. Um, this one person said that was me married at eighteen, divorced by twenty. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot. Uh, I, I yeah. 
I, I, I want to answer this one guy's question. He goes, are you, do you think the girl you're in love with now is your soulmate? And I think, I think it is. Like oh. I got a good girl. Yeah. This guy, Michael Enderly. Hey, Reap, do you think the new lady in your life is your soul partner? And I really do. Uh, because we, we're both, you know, around the same age. She's younger than me. She's got kids. She has a good job. And our schedules are perfect together. We're perfect together. We're everything's perfect right now. So I'm saying yes to that. Also, I know she's watching and I love you, Jody. <laughs> um, I'm just reading the comments too. There's a kind I'm going to switch back around, but I believe everything I just said. Um, because I don't want to. So I'm just saying like, I, I at one point said, I will never get married again. And I meant it when I said it, but now I also know that I will get married again. Nice. Yeah, I'm I excited don't think, about that. I always said in my uh, act a long time ago that uh, every four years, your spouse should be able to r- have to run for re-election. Yeah, it's, so that's not bad. That's good. Good. You know, every four years, you recheck in. And then I also read, before I turn them off, that a lot of people get di- divorced after X amount of years. You know why? Okay? No, on the other, other end, especially if you live in California, if you're married for over x amount of years then it's called a lifetime or for something there's some term and you have to pay more in support or you have to pay alimony for the rest of your life that's how some people yeah i I don't have to but that's but that's why though if you're in california if you're uh, because i was on the same thing if you get if you're married longer than seven years yeah it, it it knocks you in a different bracket. So a lot of people get divorced that six and a half years. Like they do a lot of self inventory to go. I better I better call this game now yeah. because if I wait another year, this is gonna be X amount. So that's why a lot of people have yeah. marriages that are, are six <laughs> years. Times right. a ticking. Yeah. Yeah. But now, I mean, now, I mean, why? No one can take anything from me now. We just get older. At what point? You're thinking about that. People. You know, when you're new to dating, people go, well, you just want to make sure it's the right. Per-. Like, how much don't you know what you want at this point? Oh, totally. That's <laughs> why I'm so happy because I, I, I know exactly what I. Yeah, I'm saying yes to all that. And I, I, I'm also saying um, at this age with what I've been through and and and, and knowing what you want is a good, great thing. And then when you find it, you're like, well, cool. This is perfect. And um, now, you know. Uh, you should start really kind of thinking like now if people ask you, what are your goals for a future or, you know, any of those type questions that you might've had in your twenties or thirties. And they always say, well, you and your partner have to have mutual goals. And that way you're working towards the same thing. Since we all know we're going to get old and retire. This is where, like, I think you and Joe, you guys should really start practicing pickleball. And then that way, that way, just when you guys are just yeah. couples playing at a retirement community, you have 20 years of practice. You're gonna I want to play. I just haven't seen anyone playing it around me anywhere ever. I, I saw a news story that it's the most n- newest or most played sport in America right now. And yeah. there's a top kid who's top in the world. And um, they said what he makes in sponsors, which was like $250,000. That shows you how new it is. Yeah. Um, and they explained it to me. I watched it. 
it's ping pong, badminton, and tennis. Oh, I've seen it. But you don't really uh, move. on television. I saw it on a docu a docu a documentary that I saw about old old the yeah the one I was telling you about with when Rob Little was on here. We talked about it on the um, villages. The villages, and they played pickleball there. And um, I believe John Heffern just yeah. yeah he's there. Okay, um, but yeah, but there's nothing wrong with cornhole either. By the way, you don't. I don't have to play pickleball. I can play cornhole. Uh, the Alan Jackson is John Hairfront freezing up on us. He looks a little Max Headroomy right now. If that's the case, I can continue. Yeah, no, he's the Wi-Fi is uh yeah limping out. All right, I think he's coming back in now. There. All right, let's see if he catches up. Am I back? If, am I back? Yes, I think so. I think you're good right now. How are you? How do you feel? Uh, I'm on a, uh, I'm on Wi-Fi now and not my normal internet because I don't know what happened before the show. So I might max headroom out. So if I do, that's okay. We got plenty to talk about. No, I'll, yeah, I can filibuster. Uh, uh, let's do subject change, John. So Hammer. you tell me where you were this weekend. Tell me, yeah, uh, where you were performing. I was in Springfield, Missouri, at a comedy club called the Blue Room. It's not really a club; it's a music venue that is uh also does comedy that's called the blue room uh it was great um i had never been there before uh didn't know what to expect uh crowds the shows were packed you know i didn't see a lot i saw some people wearing masks i saw some people not it didn't really look that social distance to me but there were some tables in there that i'm sure they put in there just so it would spread apart a little bit to cause a little bit of more room. Um, and it was uh, the guys that I worked with this weekend were, were funny and hilarious. I got some pictures. I met some fans that are fans of the Heffern and Reap show that I sent you a text of a shout out that this guy wanted to give, give you. I saw uh, one of the guy Lewis's guy was doing uh, guest sets in Phoenix. Uh, this young Latino gentleman was playing golf somewhere and he said that they got put with these older dudes um like these way older dudes and he go he's talking to him and he says he's a comedian and the guy goes there's a comedian in the town that i live in and i've seen him and he's funny and then this lewis goes who he or a guy goes where you're from no lewis says where you from the guy goes uh this place uh uh, Hickory, Hickory, North Carolina, and the guy, and he goes, "You mean D- D- John Reap?" And then he's like, "How you know who I was gonna say?" And like that to the kid because he's, you know, this little Latino kid suddenly knows John Reap. Oh, like he, he just discovered me. Old guy was the guy that knew you, and you were yeah. a comic, and he just knew the meet immediately when the when the guy said, "I'm from Hickory." <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I so, love that. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny how like younger people are discovering things that have been out there for a long time, and they're using the word "I discovered this." Yeah. Like you didn't discover nothing; it's been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not you know. Yeah, it's not right. It's new I'm, to you, but I appreciate you're here now. Yeah, but don't make it sound like you did something. I oh, got, <laughs> I got the weirdest. Oh, you're that guy from thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just sat in bed last night before I got picked up to fly out pretty early. Um, maybe 15 years ago, I would say, 
I could be wrong. 12 at the minimum. Uh, when YouTube first came out uh, is when I got my two kittens, um, Smoking Cho. And we, you could try to pull it up. Uh, it's, it's called UFC Cats, but it'll say Smoking Cho. So we shot this thing, and it was – we made an octagon, and we had the cats fight in an octagon. And then my buddy, Joel, uh, we edited it. So there's things we did wrong and we put it on YouTube and it was when it, like, this was when nobody was on YouTube and it yeah. was smoking and show smoking and show UFC fights. So I go to buy, uh, at, after my show last night, I go to that little thing at the front desk where they sell just candy and chocolates and chips, that little, you know, a little side room. Yeah. Yeah. Food. I went to go eat. So I grab some chips and I and I grab a water and I grab a five hour energy for this morning and I throw a Kit Kat on there. They go, can you charge this to my room? He's like, that's on me. And I go, uh, what? He goes, that's on me. And he goes, love you, John, like that. And I, I go, oh well, well, thank you. I go, did you go to the show? He's like, nope. He goes, smoking and show UFC fights and. It threw me back because that's something I did yeah. 15 years ago. And those those kitties are now, you know, they've passed away a couple of years ago. So just the fact that this guy said Smokey and Cho to me, which were my cats that slept on my head every night. I went back to my room and just the whole this like the whole night as I'm sleeping, I'm just scrolling through old videos of Smokey oh. Cho. And then I don't know if we have the it was it was put together really well. And uh, I remember Dana White, president of UFC. I remember he, whatever you tweeted back then or something, saying it was the greatest UFC video we ever saw. I'm, no kidding. Wow. Oh, it has like no views because nobody watched. Like I need to maybe re-put that up. Yeah. On TikTok or something. So if the Alan Jackson were to just Google Smokey oh, and show you. Yeah, just go Smokey Cho UFC. Um, and... I, I, or anybody who wanted to look it up could do that. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool, dude. I got some pictures uh, and a video that I'd like to show from my weekend as well. Okay. I don't want to overload the Alan Jackson with stuff all of a sudden. I can try to find um, it and send them while you're talking if you don't mind. Okay. Me eye contact. So um, I will show you the guys that I worked yeah. with, and then I can show you the video. Whenever uh, the Alan Jackson sees fit to just throw up an image, I can talk about it. Those waiters wear flip-flop today. Did I just notice that? What's that? Am I always on the left when we watch these shows live? Or are you always on no, the No, I'm always on this side. You are. I'm no, sure. actually, I think you're switched this week. What? Yes. I knew something was up. I think Heffern's normally on the right. I mixed it up a little bit. Keep you guys oh, on like your Okay. Hey, John, you never know which side we're going to be on. Yes, yeah, it's all uh, uh, makes sense. John, look at this. What? That's Conan <laughs> O'Brien or your stunt double. Did you have that guy do your meet and greets? That guy was the feature act. <laughs> Did you know him? No. Okay. So, so, uh, dude, he's great. So, yeah. But, but, super funny. Kind of looks like Conan with, with his hair, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> I don't know if that it's was too talk. much of one thing sometimes, so, you know, I, when I see that happen, I start thinking in my head, all right, so what, what am I going to say by the time I get up there in reference to, go, Hey, ginger. Hey, I look right. Yeah. Do I say, Here. this is my, this is my 
like cousin, my nephew. Stunt double. By the way, I like your new haircut. Stunt uh, double. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My show had this uh, Latino girl who was five two, and then had this big J Irish guy who was six eight. Oh yeah, big. I know big J. Not old. Not a big. No, J. no, I know the one you're talking about. He's yeah, got he ring. Yeah, yeah. I love that guy. He's great. Yeah, six eight, just big, burly. I felt safe in his arms. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. This guy's name is Aaron Scarborough. Um, did the audience know when you got up? Did you say anything? Well, it's weird, right? By the time I got up there, because it wasn't lit like a comedy club stages lit. They had like a spotlight. And it was a little less bright than what I would like. So the hair didn't stand out like it normally would. So I didn't really have to. Um, But I had things ready to go. Like, hey, how about one more ginger, you know? Right, right. Um, But he was great. Um, I didn't have to address it. He looks like, if you look at him closely, because we were were talking about what he looks like. I said, obviously, you look like me a little bit because you have the red hair. Right. And in this picture, and I did my hair that way on purpose just for this picture. I took my hat off and did it that way. Oh, okay. I said, let's try and look like each other. And um, he does look like a little bit of Conan O'Brien. With his hair, yeah. With the hair. But in this picture, you can't tell. He looks like um, a, a younger, gingery Bill Pullman. Okay. Uh, you know Bill Pullman, the actor? Uh-huh. Yeah. So he kind of looked like him. But he was a good opener for me because he was low energy and very sort of like um, cerebral, I guess you could say. But at the end of his show, he sold paintings. He had paintings that he had made. Yeah. Like he's a painter and he brought like tons of just random paintings that he had done. Like it was like a little art gallery at the end. I, I, I always say, if you have something to sell, it's okay. Just set my crap up so I don't have to. Uh, do it with at the end of the show. So when you're setting your crap up, go ahead and take my little bag, put it next to yours. How many items? Because I know comedian for um, I know comedians that uh, will name nameless um that don't let people sell. Yeah, merch. and right. I was trying to think. Well, I'm always two two side. I always let people sell merch because I'm too lazy to sell my own. And I know how much money they're making that thing. So usually selling merch doubles their cash or, at yeah. least, you know, that's what they pay for gas. Or yeah, They need it more than us. So they go, the only time uh, I've ever said anything, this was now, this was years ago. This is going to be great, isn't it? Uh, well, the only, <laughs> no. Okay. So I, I might be wrong. There was one guy that was making CDs himself. Right. So he'd burn the CD off of his computer. Yeah. 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 When you did that. And then he'd have a Sharpie and you write his name. I've done that before, by the way. And you go. Yeah. So I, I, and then he was emceeing. And then the feature act did also something similar. And then I had my CDs that were labeled. And I said, it looks like a horrible swap meet when mm-hmm. people leave. It, all of three of us look desperate. <laughs> and then I told him, I go, it, it costs 98 cents to a dollar 50. And now here's a link to where I get mine done. Get CD jackets and mm-hmm. CDs printed. It's mm-hmm. a statement of who you are. And it looks low rent. 
if you're doing <laughs> it. Right. the buck. So I said that once in the one other time, this guy sold rulers, right? Glow in the dark rulers. Remember those ones you'd have in school? Those those little ones that were like five inches, six inches, because this was okay. part of his bit. The ruler was wrong. So the ruler it says it's longer than it is. Oh, so I that see. way when it looks dark and you measure it to show your girlfriend, you can yeah, say yeah, that yeah. it's eight inches when it's actually under. So I would so I, I mean, had whatever I was selling. Either I was either selling DVDs or whatever at the time period it was. And I got pissed because there was a line. People like left to show early to stand in line to buy the guy's ruler. So he had a line of 40 people that wanted to buy this hilarious ruler that was shorter than whatever. And nobody was buying my actual art that I did. And I uh, <laughs> didn't tell him not to tell him, but I, was, I like despised him by the end where I was just like, okay, That's funny. you know. Um, kind of. I had one well, guy. So people are whoa. laughing at that idea right now in the comments it's section. Not that's a, a great, it's a they want to know where idea. they can get the ruler. Yeah, I'm not bagging on the, <laughs> on the ruler, but he had, right. but it crushed, like it crushed. And there was a line, and then there was another guy who did magic. Um, and he goes, "Hey, can I do a guest set?" I don't, I didn't know him. He goes, "Can I do a guest set?" I'm like, "Sure, whatever. Less time for me. Just don't be dirty." He's like, well, I got a yeah. bid I do. And can I sell merch? So now I'm thinking, okay, you're going to sell merch as a guest set. That's kind of breaking any, they're not rules, but there's no, edit. yeah. There's things you don't do if you're on weird. somebody else's show. It gets weird, but I'm not confrontational. So I wasn't going to say no. So he sold a wallet that catches on fire. Uh huh. Right, you, you open up your wallet and then you go like that, and then yeah, I've seen those. It's on fire. He told me what he what he makes on these wallets. Right, the the price point. He does a bit. He's on there for six minutes. He does a short set. Does the one joke that's got the wallet on fire. Walks <laughs> out there. I do my dumb show. Walk out to sell my DVDs. I can't remember what I was selling at the time. Again, this fucking line. Just a line. A line for the wallet. So then I figured out the math he did, the, the m- amount of money he made from doing a six-minute guest set couldn't come close to what he would he would, he make if, if he was on the wallet doing five shows, right? So right, right. He was just if he was booked as a feature at a comedy club for the weekend, he made more money in that six minutes than he would. If anything with the word funny or bone had in it that had their feature perform Thursday through Sunday. So then I talked to him even more and here's where it gets even. He goes, yeah, there's a bunch of guys that do this bit. And I go, well, who did it first? Obviously it's done enough where they're buying these things in China. There's a comic and I'm not, I'm not crapping on this idea at all. I think it's kind of genius. There's a comic who created the bit. And he then leases that bit to these guys. And you, the rule is you can do the wallet that catches on fire bit, but you have to buy the wallet from him. So then, so then, right. So like now just do the math. If, if I got to buy my wallet from you and you're charging me 
10 bucks and I know I can sell them at 20, I've made 10 bucks. But if they're only costing you a dollar, you're making 10 bucks and you're not even leaving your house. Now he's got seven guys doing the same bit, moving product. Now you're like an Amway. Now your pyramids, this bit, it's genius. I don't, I'm not hating on it at all. That's awesome. It's awesome. It's diabolical. And I'm already thinking of ways to get out of it. Like there are probably dudes who thought like, well, you know what? I don't have to buy your wallet. I know how it works. That happens almost to the point where this was all in Florida. I don't know the origin (laughs) stories and I don't know how it ended. But I remember it in, in a bad, like just like every bad mob movie, somebody yeah. went behind the back, <laughs> and somebody found somebody who was undercutting. Mm. That you know what, dude? You should do. You could create here. Here's how you move T-shirts, right? Well, and, I don't do T-shirts anymore. I do ginger beard masks. See, you can get these at JohnReap.com. Go ahead. Oh no, else you get at HeffernandReap.com. HeffernandReap Classic Five K. But uh, oh. uh. What you should do is, is someone should you should come up with like a funny bit, not not that you use in your own act. Yeah, and, and you you get twenty t-shirts, and mm-hmm. you look at the feature act and go, I got a bit for you. It, it's about measuring your penis in the, the thing or whatever the bit is. Mm-hmm. I got twenty shirts for you. You can do the bit. It's a closer. It's your credit. Um, give me two hundred bucks for the t-shirts, and you'll make four. And you'll make four. That's how you do it. And then you're just you're not now you're make, now you're having your your younger acts move your product. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm not that's hating on it. It's got to be something. It's got to be something what? generic, generic enough that everyone can use it. You know, it can't what? be specific product, to you. Do you think product placement happens in uh, in ads in in shows? Because back up with the door on it so much. Yeah. That I've had people when they see that commercial. I know um just from oh you can't hear me? You're breaking up again, you brother. I, I you're coming in oh, and out of, I saw something about backing up to a door and I couldn't quite understand <laughs> the rest of it. Um am I close on that? You, Try again. Hear me now. I heard me now. You heard me now. Let me let me to one this one thing here just to make sure. I don't know if you can hear me. It's weird because I can keep saying, "Can you hear me?" and hear me. Um, you can hear me. I can hear you. Your video's choppy, but your audio's okay. Okay, we'll just go with audio. Um, I wonder if you can make money as a comic if you bring up a brand or something in your act and you just do it in a positive way. Like, I wonder if that's a thing where you're almost doing an infomercial. We're like, Oh, I want running today. But I got these new Bose headphones and boy, do they always stay anyway? Funny bit about running, but you're saying mm-hmm. Bose all the time. Yeah, I'm sure that's possible. If you're a big enough name, you know, if, I, if you were someone like, um, you know, Dave Chappelle, or Chris Rock or someone gigantic, they would they would love that. You'd have to do it all the time, though. Um, interesting, interesting, interesting. What else was I going to – I was going to talk about other things, John, and I can't – is it time for a subject change? Uh, let me try. How are you doing? I, I want to say this. We are reading your comments. Do what? 
We are reading your comments. There are people asking me if we're seeing the comments because they like the fact that we're live, John. We are live right now. It is Monday, April the 19th at 8.49 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I am seeing your comments. Mark Hunt just said freeze frame. Um, Here's one from uh, Shane Flint. Really, Heffron? Uh, Try Starlink Internet. (laughs) <laughs> I guess well, it's I had, time your connection. Yeah, my connection usually works. I had one, it's uh, things got moved around and it stopped working. And instead of bailing on the show, everybody, I MacGyvered it. And you know, yeah, here we are. Yeah, it's so working. It's fine. Every once, in a, once in a while. Jay Scott says, I feel the people that cast the show also determine and develop their fan base. I don't know what that means. He must see at, at, at some point, John, when you and I get to talking mm-hmm. and we're not looking at the comments. They start talking to each other. Yeah. And I don't know what that comment was about. You know what I saw um, that on, on last last things? Because I always go through and I kind of read because I try not to look at the comments while we're doing this show because mm-hmm. it throws me off. I just don't know how to have a talk with you. Look over here because people write paragraphs. And I'm like, that's too much. Yeah. back. So I kind of sometimes don't. But I did go through them. Last, and what was I at the airport? Somebody wrote, uh, and this is why I just don't, maybe don't have the chops to read. They're like, Heffern looks exhausted. Look at his dark circles under his eyes. And that, just that one comment. I'm like, I just flew. I just flew all day. I'm doing this. Of course. Yeah. My eyes are going to have dark circles. Like it's the thing. <laughs> Sometimes not commenting is an always an option. Yeah. hundred percent. Uh, you don't have comment. to say anything. Uh, you don't have to body shame us. We uh, know we're not 23. I'm sensitive. Yeah. Also, uh, the Alan Jackson, let's show the other picture of the other guy that I worked with. Yeah. Uh, this guy was doing a guest set on the Friday night that I was there. He did a guest spot on both shows. His name is Old Man Willie. And he, do you want to guess how old he is, John Heffern? He's 34, but 37 oh. years. No, I'm just kidding. Um, um, <laughs> old Man Willie. Mm hmm. He's like 84, I think. And so, I said, wow. And he, he he's polished. He's got good jokes. Like, I mean, there, you, it's not, he's not a, uh, an open micer. This is a guy who has jokes. What's and his so, story? Did he do stand up? Like, how did he become 84? He's from New York. Okay. He now lives in Springfield, Missouri. Okay. Because uh, he want to be closer to his grandson or something. Um. He had a very thick New York accent. It was kind of hard for me to understand him. And I said, how long have you been doing stand-up? I was expecting something like, oh, just the last five years. You know what I mean? He said, over 20-some years. I go, he goes, I started when I was in my 60s. What? That's how old he is. He's been doing comedy as long as maybe a lot of headliners. And he didn't start till he was in his 60s. So I was thinking, do I want to be doing it that long? Um, I don't know. I think I might. But sometimes I think no. But I think he loves it. I think at that age, he just wants to get out of the house. Get out of the house. He just wants to mingle with people. Um, Your level of caring. I mean, you still probably always going to care, but your brain, it'll help you. Yes. And I felt like my – I felt worthless – I felt my brain, I couldn't memorize more than, not that I really memorized my act, but I think it's always part of your identity. So as mm-hmm. we get older, our venues are going to change, I think, 
right? We're not doing, we don't do NACA conferences anymore. Right, those are those right. conferences when you were in college, you'd perform and college kids would book you to perform at colleges. So you aged out, we aged out of those. Correct. Former colleges anymore, but that used to be the only place I perform. And I made a lot of money there. 200 colleges a year. I would perform. Then you in clubs and then eventually, you know, you have these people, but I think we end up in the villages type place. That's yeah, I think or, it's okay. Or, or a Vegas type show. Cause our age group is going to get older with us. Yeah. We don't just age and then they, they stay young. I mean, hopefully, but um, he was doing a guest set at a, a rock venue uh, he, in front of, in front of my audience. And he did great. Are they joke Which, jokes or stories? Jokes. Like he's got joke jokes. You remember um Jay London from Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, he was on my he was on my season of last comic. I love that guy. Yeah, oh my, yeah. He reminds me of a Jay London a little bit. An old Jay London. He yeah. actually did, and I don't know who got it from who, maybe because this guy's been around a long time, maybe Jay got it from him, or maybe it's just a thing that people do right. sometimes. A New right. Yorker, uh, he'd say like, um, um, I read somewhere that uh, something about getting struck by lightning. Uh, 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 may God strike me down on uh, strike me by lightning right now if I for what I'm about to tell you. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Let me do it again, John. May, may God strike me right now where I'm standing. If what I'm about to tell you is a fake or not true. And then he just moved over to another spot and told a story. So it's about the spot, right? So Jay London was right, right. very standing in one spot, moving around and, and, and he used the stage. And um, yeah. so he reminded me of Jay in that aspect. Yeah. Jay used to, he would be really close to the stage and every joke that bombed, he'd back up. So, like, by the end of the show, he'd be almost <laughs> as far away from the audience as you right. could possibly be. And that just became the joke, him just going backwards. Like, he wouldn't yes. even have to say, you wanted him to go backwards. Yeah. I remember wanted- at the comedy store one night, <laughs> at the end of his set, he was literally behind the curtain. Yeah. Uh, peeking out like this, telling jokes. Like, yeah. just you just saw his eyes. That's hilarious. <laughs> He's got one of my favorite jokes, though, and it's... um. It's a jokey joke thing. And I'm envious of those guys because that's not what I do. I don't know how they memorize them. I I wish I had the skill. Yeah, I'm more of a story. I like to use my face, my body. I like to tell stories. Yeah. I've got some jokey jokes, but they don't, they're not great as far as I'm concerned. But I like, I envy guys that can do it. So I've always liked those kind of guys. Right. Um, And Jace, London, Jay London had this joke. For those of you who don't know who we're talking about, look up. Just Google Jay London, Jay London and look at him. He looks like a caveman from a Geico commercial. I uh, Am I wrong? No, he's 100%. And he was a cab driver in New York or mm-hmm. a cab driver. And he would pull this cab over, run into the comedy store, do sets, come and jump back into the cab and drive around. I was on Last Comic Standing with him. If you want to Google Last Comic Standing season two. Uh, he was in there and in on our show. Um, I wish they'd replay that. Like I, I have the Peacock network. I don't know why they don't. Just why wouldn't they? There's some great famous comics on famous there that they could be using. Set. I don't know why they don't. In our season had story arcs because we were a reality house. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all evergreen. There's no like it, you wouldn't know what time. Anyway. So 
we had to stay at this uh, porn castle is the house that we had to stay in for, for two weeks. And I may, it's the, the same castle was on the cover of uh, the, the band, the time ice cream castles. They're on mm-hmm. the front there. And I've seen, I've seen some adult film literally in the same. I'm like, that's where we voted Todd glass out. Like it literally, I've seen that just come across the feet. Yeah. Um, he was my roommate in that. Oh. <laughs> he, he had a roommate, and we had bunk beds, right? Oh, I gotta go back and watch this. So he would. I I just remember his sweatpants that he'd wear, <laughs> uh, and there was a bathroom that was in our room, and it was just this gross porn castle from the seventies. And and he would get up and he he'd fart, right? <laughs> but he'd fart not to be guy funny like. Mm-hmm. Like if when you're st- when you stay at my place uh, the second week of June when we do our town swap when you're performing in Ann Arbor me and you are doing shows in Ann Arbor we have more details next week when they put it on their website but the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase June 11th and 12th or 10th and 11th it's a Friday and Saturday um, just throwing that out there we'll plug it better but that's uh, if you're listening in in the Michigan area. That's gonna be uh, uh, not a secret. Yeah, so so I'll just I'll, I'll I'll June eleven and twelve I'll be in Ann Arbor with you doing comedy, and then yeah. June seven you'll be in Hickory with me doing comedy. So just save bit. those dates for us. So when you're staying at my house, which I'm trying to get ready for you, um, because you'll be the first house guest. Um, the Alan Jackson will be with me by the way, Alan, and I'm trying to decide if I want to pull this trailer up and put it in the front yard as long as Alan doesn't use the bathrooms here because it won't be hooked up to water but you do, do what what what, <laughs> what can't i do okay so when we, when we do our town swap in june uh-huh. right um they're gonna be big shows they're gonna literally sell out as soon as we get the link so we haven't discussed where you're gonna stay yet i have a just yeah. really good farmhouse with a lot of rooms mm-hmm. there's hotels uh in the town that i'm in there's one that's right next to a big boy if you have eaten eaten in a big boy in a while mm-hmm. um you walk over there or this awesome trailer that's two bedrooms, kitchen, bathroom, dining room, or whatever, I can pull up in front of the house. And this whole thing could be yours. The only thing is it's not going to be hooked up to water. So you have to come into the house to go potty. If that's so what you choose to do. I think, you're, I think you're saying you have choices. I have choices. Yeah, so no, you're going to see lights going. Me and John probably going to have mm-hmm. a dance party, and there's going to be a lot of fun happening in that house. But if you want to be reckless like escape. you are on the show, you can hide in this thing that I might understand. be fun out. But that's weeks away. We can talk about that. <laughs> I'll ha- I have time to ponder. Need, I've got ponder some difficult, difficult decisions yeah, to make. There's here. a lot of really cool, good oh. hotels. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Awesome. You've given oh, me a lot. To, you give me a lot to think about. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna play trivia too. Thanks. I would just say, like, you have oh. choices, and just leave it at that. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, Jay London would get out of the bed to use the bathroom, and and he would fart, but not yeah. to be funny. He would just f- like fart. Old man fart. Like it's and a fact of life, and maybe not acknowledge the fart. As he was walking, I can't. I wish you saw video, Jay London, or or even pull up him. Maybe on. Oh that. yeah, just so so let's do that. Uh, the just Alan Jackson. Look. Type in comedian Jay London and look Last for a good, weird, nasty caveman-looking photo of him. Or and play just a throw video it up. Of him. Like he's a which one? Uh, I don't know how many would be up. There. Oh, I don't know if you have a certain one. Okay. Oh yeah, I would just go. But uh, he would fart, <laughs> and I just like there were those like not there were the wet ones. 
like the oh. sounding ones when you know they're almost like like shats. When I don't know if you've ever done one right before you got on stage, we're like, I there's no way I didn't. Anyway, and then he would just go. You, he would walk. He wouldn't even say anything. He would just go. I'm, I'm, I'm disgusting. Just the <laughs> He would say flagellants. So anytime I either smell a fart or think, I just think of he's just like just disgusting flagellants, flagellants. And then he'd walk into the thing, and he would just go, and you would just hear it. Yeah. So, oh, it, dude. The thing about Jay London too that and he uh, had jokes, dude. He was a joke teller. We need Alonzo Bowden on here. Alonzo traveled. They, they, him, Alonzo Bowden, and Gary Goldman did had to do did a tour together. Yeah. My season last comic, they didn't. I could just be by my like. They didn't. I didn't have to do anything. Yeah, uh, those guys toured, and I guess they kind of butted heads. But Jay London's arms. If you pull up a picture of him, oh, he's he has the biggest arms I've ever seen in a human being. But he yeah. does. He was like a boxer in the. I don't. I don't know. Oh, was he? There's a buy. He just he has this literally. He looks like he's got a boxer. I bet his nose has been broken several times. Yeah, yeah. but his arms were like. Remember when you're a little kid and you see your, your dad's arms and you're like, man, my yeah. be that big. He literally. Hey, like, D. Allen oh. Jackson, have you found any pictures or images of? Uh, there he is. There's. Flagellants. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So I'm at, so this is my fa- one of my favorite jokes of his that just sticks out in my brain. I mean, I, there's many, but so imagine this guy right here on stage telling you, huh? Sleeping in a bunk bed above me, by the way. Sleeping, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it looks like his nose is running in this picture. But um, he's his joke was this. like, and, and what I liked about this joke was it was one joke with three different little punchline laughs in the joke. Right. Because – the first thing he said was, I used to work at a bed, bath, and beyond. And right away that gets a laugh because right. there's Look. no way this man right. has ever worked at it. And then the next thing he would say was, I worked in the beyond department, yeah, which is hilarious because that doesn't exist. And and then the next thing he would say is, people would ask me where stuff is. I would say it's beyond me. So it's like three laughs and one joke. And I'm like, I just love this guy. Yeah. And he was a nice, he's a sweetheart, um, funny, but I, I, I guess there's something going on with him, huh? I, I, I never know. I just know. Uh, I will never was he a character or was he like? He's no, he's that dude. Yeah, he's that dude. He's yeah. not a character. Like, he's not. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to watch videos. I, I, have- I know. I, know. I want to I watch one of his videos now. <laughs> I had somebody send me, and now I'm thinking maybe that's a, a random. They had all the episodes from my season of Last Comic on uh, on like a, a hard drive or a thumbnail they put on. Oh, really? Episodes. Uh, wow. Yeah, I need to find them. Do you want to see the video of one of our fans yeah. from the Heffern and Reap show? And then, uh, well, you can plug your dates. Yeah, I'm just getting all nervous. My internet's gonna crap out. We've done a we've done an hour. So when I was doing a show this weekend in Springfield, Missouri, a fan walked up to me after the show and said, "I love John Heffron." What? Yeah, I'm like, you're the wrong show. Yeah, but but he likes you, and I thought like, well, my buddy John Heffron needs to see this, 
So I recorded him saying, and I, I, I guess Deion Jackson could play it for us um, if you have it. Hey, John Heffron, you are one one of the comedy icons, along with this fellow right here. Yep, yep. Don't let it, don't let him fool you. He's good. Time, I'm half of Heffron. Good. Great podcast, love it. But love you listen it. to Heffron and Reed. I, I love Heffron and Reed. One of my see, John. It's paid off. We got someone, <laughs> buddy. See, there's one down. Good. And we see, just got to keep doing that. We'll do it uh, person yeah. by person. <laughs> That's right. Um, um, also, um, it's just weird seeing people holding. Like I did some pictures because in in Tempe th- this weekend they had no. Tempe, Arizona uh, was shut down for like 12 minutes and in coming from Michigan that we've been shut down for a year um, and you can't do anything. It was like going to a friend's house when you're a little kid whose parents didn't have a lot of rules, like you let them have sugar. It just kind of had that vibe where they had Pop-Tarts with frosting and your parents eat at Whole Foods. (laughs) And you're like, what? You guys don't have a curfew? You can all sit shoulder. It was kind of, it's weird. So even seeing two people like that, I'm a little, "Mm -hmm," but, you know. See, that's funny to me, I guess because Hickory is also like, mostly we don't care. Yeah. It's a little bit like Florida in that aspect. I mean, it's not a gigantic city. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, when you go to a store, you you see people wearing it, but like out and about, and I don't know, they just don't see it as much. So when I hear people like you in Michigan, where it's it's gotten worse, or it's gotten there's another thing coming, or you've been trapped this whole time, I go like, oh, I forget that that's there's people who still are doing. Well, there's the few little news I saw. I just watched something where there's a new strain or something, and I don't even know now if it's a drunk company's just going to keep telling us we need boosters so they make more cash. Right. You know, so like, I don't be that guy, but part of me is like, what? But yeah. yeah. So there's some, so just get double. Well, when you're here in Michigan for our town, our, our stand up town swap, our comedian town swap, I got both websites. I haven't decided which oh, one. Better. Yeah. Talk about that real quick. I was going to, I was going to throw an idea at you. Um, home turf or home field advantage. Mm. You, you've, you've heard about that before. Like, well, it's a home game. I have home field advantage. Is there something we you could do with that? Yeah, I got or what I try to do, temporary townie, but you didn't know what the word townie was. I didn't like the way townie sounds. Townie, townie sounds like a homeless person to me. A townie? Really? Yeah. yeah. Like, townie to me, and I don't know if this is a Michigan term, is this somebody who grew, grew up and still lives in their home, in the town that they grew up in, which is probably everybody. Like kind of not a lot of people move away. Yeah. But, you know, I think you're right. I think it's a Northeastern thing. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, I thought temporary town, but anyway, just, well, when we come here in June, that's still a month away, but um, we should start plugging it or I should get links from the comedy club or I need to make us posters. There's a lot to do. We got a lot to do. (laughs) We have a lot to Um, do. And then, Uh, then but we're going to do it in June. Finally, put it on paper, even if it's just me and you in a room. Well, are we going to live podcast at these, like the Ann Arbor shows? If we have three shows, that's what I'm trying to make happen, like a Friday and two on two on Saturday. Let's not get crazy and have four shows. Let's just do it with three. Uh, one show on Friday. Um, you'll like the city of Ann Arbor. Not We're only doing one in Hickory, by the way, unless you want to do two in one night on a Monday night. No, we'll just do the one. 
Ann Arbor. Uh, we'll, we'll do two in Ann Arbor. I don't All know right. what seating. Michigan is still, I don't know if it's 50% capacity or 35 or 40. So oh. we'll do two. But do we do a podcast at all three? That seems like a lot of work, if you ask me. Now I'm just being lazy. I'm oh, someone's kidding. saying townies. We call them just lo- we just call them locals. Um, but that's yeah, locals. And then I'm seeing like temporary out of towner. I'm seeing quantum reap. I like that one, but that's not me and you. But I like that as an idea for me in the future. Quantum reap. I like that one. What would that be? That's wow. I'm a time. I'm a time traveler. That's it. You're quantum, yeah. and then what happens is, uh, like quantum <laughs> leap, you jump into a body of a of a. Oh, that's right. That's what he did. He was in the bodies yeah. of people. Yeah, and then you, when it would turn green, then that's when you can leave the body. So you're just jumping into bodies of comedians throughout time, uh, and you gotta get the big laugh so you can jump to the next. So you got to figure out every time span. So if you're a court jester for like King Arthur, but you're dropping <laughs> now, right? And I throw you back then. Are you going to know what kills? And then if you do material in the 1700s that you know is a comic doing it now, are you stealing from that person? Like, I like this. Like if oh, you- someone's throwing the word yokels out. I'm, I'm liking your idea, but I just also don't want to. Uh, I like the other people trying to chime in with yeah. the title of our idea. I like that too. So. Local yokels, townies, turf. Okay, we're gonna think of a great title. Just know this: me and John are doing a town swap comedy show. I'm going to Ann Arbor. He's coming to Hickory, and uh, we're gonna film a bunch of crap. He's gonna show me around Ann Arbor, or actually, uh, his hometown. We're gonna look at uh, town of South Lion, and we'll do the show in Ann Arbor. I was trying to make it happen at a South Lion thing, but I think just the uh, Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase where I started, it's yeah. just up for us it's just a nice stage with good audiences low ceiling microphones roger it'll just it'll be a good environment yeah so, um I, my next gig uh will be in uh bloomington michigan i'm sorry minnesota yeah. house of comedy i'm gonna be there um april 29th through may the 1st never been there before bloomington minnesota right outside of minneapolis where there's a lot of uh Angry people. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what to expect. I'm hoping that maybe some of these angry people will want to take a break and come relax and have a good time and take your mind off of all the anger and hate in the world and come have a happy, happy, joyous time with me, John Reap, at the House of Comedy, April 29th through May 1st. Uh, I am at, uh, I don't know. I think I have a month off. I'm at uh, Laugh Boston, going to Boston for the first time in Ooh. a long time. Uh, but they know all about townies in Boston. Yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll plug all their stuff next week better, and maybe I'll even throw out that I got to change my that text number so he gets a decent autoresponder. I want people on our text list so when we come to Michigan, I can just blast it. We can just sell out the show right then and there. Yeah. No. Yeah, so go go to heffernandreap.com every now and then. Heffernandreap.com that we have a Patreon uh, page. You know, if you want to help support this podcast, you can. And there's perks and rewards that come with that. Shout outs and Heffern and Reap merchandise. Go to heffernandreap.com, click on Patreon and uh, know that we love you. And um, anything else, John? Um, Let me do. It's going to end the show like this. 
Oh, you need more music. I need to get better uh, all use music. Okay, this is always this is so weird how we end the show with this girly song, but it's a Heffron and Reap show. The Heffron and Reap show, making this up as we go. Heffron and Reap, Reap show. show. Making Make it up as we go. Oh, I love it, everybody. So, Heffron and Reap. Dude. You want me to do it? Song. Huh? We, we just wrote a song. I did that this weekend. I know we're about to leave. I, I, we all, I made the whole audience. I made guys in the audience seem like Sam Hunt. I made them sing talk. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, well, I'll try to find a video. I got it from this week. But at the end, this is the end of the Heaven and Reap show. We're saying goodbye now. Have a good night. Eat some Cheerios because it's the Heaven and Reap show. 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 Take us out. Rick Sanford the third. You've been listening to the smooth sounds of Heaven and Reap. The show is over. But come back next week, same Reef time, same Heffern channel, for more comedy conversations, music, 80s church, and the life and times of the quarantine comedian. Always expect the unexpected, and who knows where the conversations will go. And as always, remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Peace. Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They, Heffron and Reap, have low self-esteem. So please validate them by ranking them and making them seen. So no matter what you do,